I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome to episode 65 of the Cantabite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me, as always, my delightful co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. Just uh, chilling in November on... Fuck, what day is it? It's, it's Saturday, right? It is Saturday. Okay, I'm, I'm really mixed up with days because I've been like working a lot the past uh, fucking week, and it's been like killing me. So I work like only graveyard. I've been working only graveyard shifts. So it's like I feel like all of these days have like combined into like one giant clusterfuck of a day, like the whole week. <laughs> so like I feel like yesterday was Tuesday and then tomorrow's Friday. You know, it, it's really it's really weird. So yeah, it, it's it's been it's been a week. How are you? I'm I'm okay. Um. It's been, well, we'll say it's been an annoying week on Twitter, which is an understatement, but we'll leave it at that. Um, yeah. It's been slightly stressful. And then it's weekend and it's somehow already like Saturday evening because we're recording this a day earlier than we normally do. But, um, oh my God, my birthday's in a week. Oh my god, I still need to send your gift. Shit. <laughs> I want to be 35 a week from today. So, I don't know how I'm going to ship 35 porgs to your work. <laughs> Just like a giant bouquet of porgs. Yeah, that's that's how I send that that's how I um I was going to say send mating calls, but <laughs> I don't I don't know. But, I mean, first of all, that's disturbing. Also, I think I think your boyfriend might have something to say about that. <laughs> no, I think I think the only I throw porgs at him. That's how I tell him that I'm. Hey, hey, I'm right here. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> nah. Oh, so you're like a six year old like pulling girls' pigtails, basically. Um, I, I don't. Maybe he's more of a six year old than me. You know, he's always he's always giving me shit about shit. My God, my God, but. Nah, I don't. I don't throw the porgs, but I just I finished the porg. I think I talked about that last episode. I you see, I, I'm forgetting days and forgetting things. I'm gonna like forget who I am like midway through this podcast. I'm gonna be like, what are all these stuffed animals looking at me for? What well, are these also, things? Also, we uh, we recorded last week's episode like three days ago. So yeah, yeah. There's it's been uh, in terms of Star Wars ness. Like probably maybe go to a different podcast. <laughs> Holy shit! It's been three days. I feel like it's been like a week. <laughs> oh, God. oh, and um, we just recorded with Hawes from Blue Harvest because he is doing his now like annually occurring holiday special where he records with people from a bunch of different podcasts. And then the he'll put that up on like Bandcamp or whatever, and the proceeds will go to the Kessel Toy Run. Yeah, I I highly recommend all of you do that and get that because I remember one of my favorite Christmas memories last year 
was, you know, not only like The Last Jedi coming out, but like listening to like the Blue Harvest Holiday special. Uh, like I remember downloading it before I got to work one morning and I was like listening to it as the car in the car as I was driving to work and listening to it like my whole work shift. Like that got me really hyped up for the holidays for some reason. Well, obviously for a reason, you know, but. Yeah, but it's just it's cool because it's like there's so many different people doing it. And I I love hearing people talk about Christmas and I love hearing people talk about Star Wars. So it's a pretty good combination. I know. Yeah, it was fun. You know, we talked Star Wars food, not surprisingly. But dude, Emily, you made this like uh, you, you made your Rice Krispie treat without the Rice Krispie with like strawberry thing. It was with Frankenberry cereal. Frankenberry. That's what it was. I knew it was like something with Frank in it. It was pretty well, not like that. Yeah. Not with actually someone named Frank, but you know. <laughs> there aren't there aren't too many cereals that have that contain Frank. I think it's Frankenberry. <laughs> yeah. But did you see Dallas's with the uh with the rice crisp or with no not rice crisp with the Reese's Fuck, puffs. So Reese's. Fuck that looked good. Yeah, I have a box of, of uh, I got a box, because when I bought the Frankenberry, they also had Reese's Puffs that were shaped like bats. So Ooh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that, too. Wait, but Emily, you have to get, like, Christmas tree ones, because there's no more, there's no bats in I'm Christmas. I'm not throwing out a new box of cereal. And also, excuse no. me, Thanksgiving exists. I'm tired of people ignoring Thanksgiving and jumping straight to Christmas. No, I, I'm not, I'm not ignoring Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's here. Like, Thanksgiving is, like... Thanksgiving is sitting behind me right now in my bed. Like that's where Thanksgiving is right now. It's just it's chilling. It's it's right here. I'll attend to Thanksgiving after we're done recording. No, that sounds wow. Okay, but no. I mean, I just I've never been like the biggest Thanksgiving person. But maybe there are bats in Thanksgiving. You know? Well, there's no bats Thanksgiving. But I, I also have a box of cereal that I need to use, and it's gonna make oh, yeah, delicious I'm... treats. I'm not saying you don't have to make. I'm saying that you can use it for other purposes, such as just like normal purposes. Other than... No, I'm kidding. You can you can eat your your bats. Rice Krispie treats is pretty normal purposes. I mean, in terms of food, like I'm not like bathing in them. I'm not like blending them up and making them into soup. Like I think Krispie treats is is fairly normal. You're not like turning it into like face masks or doing any of those like beauty routines with like Rice Krispie treats or anything. No, or Rice Krispies. No, I'm not. But no. that could be that could be like our new thing. We could start that trend. Cool. Yeah, we could be sponsored by Rice Krispies, and then like because like we use it as like a body wash, or you know, we use it to clean the pores out of our face or it something. It could be. It's know, probably like... a pretty like d- d- good exfoliant. Probably a little, yeah, maybe like, a little bit rough for the face, but like on your elbows or knees. <laughs> Got to make my elbows real good with that Rice Krispies. <laughs> That's one of the, that is something I never thought I would say in general and on a podcast. <laughs> Look, our 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 podcast covers a wide variety of topics. I think our listeners know that by now. Yeah, such as Star Wars, Rice Krispies, and an actor named Ben Mendelsohn. Yes. I gotta tell you, because it's now November, which means that fucking Robin Hood movie comes out this month. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I know. It really looks bad. Like, really, yeah. it really looks like a movie. It looks not like a movie that I will think is mediocre, although I it, like it looks like a movie that will make me angry. It looks like a movie where, like, I'm going to, like, space out for, like, a second while watching it. And then I'm going to go back and be like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, what is going on? The thing I don't get is why, you know, this is supposed to be, like, medieval shit. While, like, Mendo has this on, like, this, like, futuristic coat that's, like, really bright and makes him look like Jesus. You know? Like, it's just, it's really... It, it it's interesting, but this is going to be our monthly Mendo movie, right? Well, I don't know because I think it comes out at like the end of November, which makes it more difficult. Isn't Jamie Foxx in it too? Yeah, um, November nineteenth. So, um, that oh, what what day of the week is that? Um. Well, for some reason, I'm getting like the show times I'm having available is on. Monday, Emily, we can go to Regal Parkway uh, Plaza. We can go to Edwards Rancho San Diego. We can go to Mira Mesa Stadium, 18th oh, okay. IMAX and RPX. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're we're going. You're you're come down to oh, man, that's, a, good a, that's old becoming a very expensive movie that I already don't want to see. <laughs> no, man. The um well, uh, Robin Hood is sponsoring the trip, and um, it's going to be part of like the the Robin Hood package. Is that they're going to send down Emily Lind from the Candlebite Dispatch to San Diego to review Robin Hood because of Ben Mendelsohn. Oh man, I really hope Alamo Dra- Draft House gets this movie because if they don't, then I'm going to have to see this movie sober. If they get it, at least I can get a fucking cocktail and like a burger and not completely hate everything. Okay, so um Alamo Draft House, um, New York. <laughs> I was gonna say New York, right? But I'm like, of course, that's where where else is Emily, you know? Okay, so the adventure okay, oh the adventures of Robin Hood. I don't think that's the name of the movie. No, that's the old one. That's like the old, like, uh, not the Fox one. Oh, okay. Are you, like, I've been hearing this thing that people are sexually attracted to the Fox from uh, Fox, not Fox and the Hound. <laughs> Robin. Yeah, the fucking Robin Hood Fox is super, like, attractive. Yeah, it's tickling everyone's hearts. Not pickles. Yeah, that, that got a really good... Uh, uh, people were okay. I want to know if people were shocked, like, ha- like, because no, I don't think anyone answered the question if like they've actually heard that phrase before. No, I, well, oh, never mind, because her her tweets are protect her protected, so you wouldn't have seen it. One of one of my friends was like, "Oh, I'm surprised you never heard that in college, like, because we hung out with the same people in college." I'm like, "No, I never fucking heard it." But so yeah, there are other people who have heard this. Okay, just just not you. Like, I was I was talking to Dom today too. Um, here, what was it? What was the other one that you've heard? Um, that whatever float you've heard, like whatever floats your boat, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think of one that you haven't heard before, but anyways, back to Robin Hood, dude. The Robin Hood fox is super sexy, okay? Okay, I'm looking at this fox for okay, I get it. I I get how okay, but there's like there's one image of him like from like kind of far away, but then it's like up close, you know. Like I, like I can't see myself fucking this fox. Look, I'm not you know no, like whoa, I whoa whoa whoa. You gotta understand <laughs> at the top it's like because this is it's like the the crush you have when you're a little kid, and so then like it sticks yeah. with you as an adult. So as like as as a six year old, I was not thinking I want to fuck this fox. <laughs> I was just like, it's I just know. he's the he's Robin Hood and he happens to be a fox. And is also very foxy. Yeah, I don't know how Disney just does that, where just like they create these like animated characters that, you know, people fall in love with. No, I don't know. But and like, God, Brian Bedford the- had a really nice voice, like God, the fox and the hound fox and him really do look alike. It's just they put clothes on the fox and the hound fox. That was a good movie. I like the hound. I've always wanted to get one of those like basset hounds with like the really floppy ears. Oh, they're ears, so cute. But I think they have like really, I think they have like bad health. And it's like, you know, you have to like clean like their eyes too. I think you have to do that with like Persian cats too. I don't know. It's like a lot of like health things and I'd feel really bad. You know, bringing like a cute little pup into the, you know, into the Brown household or to the, to the Brittany Brown household. And then uh, feeling bad having to, okay, can you take your vitamins at two o'clock? Maybe be taking care of a little old man <laughs> or, or old woman, old woman, old woman. It, it could be either or, but <sighs> well, um, your week's been okay. I'm sorry. It's been stressful. Yeah. No, it was just like, you know. A lot of I don't I don't like to say drama because that sounds dismissive, but I don't I sort of don't know what other word to use because it wasn't it wasn't like yeah. work stress or anything like that. It was just like interpersonal <laughs> drama. <laughs> Fuck it. Interper- yeah, I I feel that. I think like we we went through something like not like this, but like I feel like a year ago, like both of us kind of like went through this like phase of just like there was like just shit going on and both of us were just like <gasps> like but I feel like it's like a yearly thing of like stuff going on and just both of us just being like 
fuck. Because, yeah, that's, that's that's me right now. But uh, So does work get, like, busier during the holidays for you? N- no. Um, I mean, my work is sort of, it's not, it's not, like, based around, like, seasons at all because it's just it like happens to be whatever is is going on with the case yeah. at that point because the law firm it'll just be like like in terms of like the the attorneys they have a little less around the holidays because so many of the judges are like on vacation and stuff so things just don't go to trial so it quiets down for them but for the rest of us it's just like oh no we're just doing our normal work <laughs> Except people send food to the office, like some of the like you know like vendors we use and stuff, and that's always good. Dude, that's what I'm jealous of, like you guys for, like you guys get like good food. Like at the casino, we just get reject buffet food, <laughs> <laughs> and it was really funny because like a couple weeks back, so we've been doing like construction in the casino for like the past like ten fucking years. And I guess, like, we finished all the construction. So, like, they celebrated by giving us uh, free food for, like, the whole weekend. So, like, one day it was, like, salmon and prime rib. And then, like, the next day was, like, crab legs. And the next day was, was, like, burgers and hot dogs and shit. And, you know, it was, like, decent food. But, like, I could tell this was just, like, reject food that they're just, like, you know, we could use this for for the buffet. But it's not good enough. So, we're just going to give it to the team members. (laughs) like that's just how it is i guess people get sick all the time from the food like i don't eat downstairs like there's places across the street to get food or if it's like four in the morning and i'm hungry i just order something from like the cafe which is like one of the actual places where like the food won't get you sick like it's not like it's they make it it's not like pre-made shit that they put in the freezer and then take out (sighs) but yeah um should should uh, should we talk Star about Wars. Star Wars? Um, look, I I thought you worked for Star Wars. <laughs> not not a hell of a lot going on in Star Wars right now. I mean, they're, oh, they're really? f- filming, but we don't know jack shit about that, and we don't talk about spoilers really anyway. So, um, let's see. There's a new Lego Star Wars show um and this is up this is like some of the stuff straight from the um stars.com release on it fans of bricks and blasters get ready lego star wars all stars a new animated adventure series that spans all star wars eras will debut monday october 29th on disney xd YouTube and Disney Now. Comprised of eight shorts and four half-hour episodes, this series features Lego versions of the latest heroes and villains of Star Wars Galaxy alongside iconic characters including Kyra Ren, R2-D2, Young Han, Chewie, Young Lando, BB-8, and General Leia. You can check out Sneak Peek, blah, 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 blah. Okay, look out for the first five shorts to arrive daily on the week of Monday, October 29th to Friday, October, Friday, November 2nd. So those are all out. Culminating in a compilation oh, special highlighting three additional shorts on Saturday, November 10th at 11 a.m. Eastern. Following the debut of the shorts, four half-hour episodes will premiere Saturdays for, from November 17th to December 8th on Disney XD and Disney Now. So I went today and I watched the five shorts that came out um, <laughs> this week. Oh, man. How are they? Look, it's... In terms of like the the vi- sort of like the age they're going for, it's very similar to Forces of Destiny. Like this is for little kids. Oh yeah, I assume that. But it was really funny because like uh, you gave me the show notes this morning, and I saw Lego Star Wars All Stars, and immediately I thought of like the Xbox and like PlayStation games. So I got like really excited. I'm like, there's going to be a new Lego Star Wars game. Fuck yeah! But then I kept reading. And I'm like, oh, this is a TV. Show. Oh, did you did <laughs> you play sad. any of the Lego Star Wars games? Oh yeah, I still fucking play them today. Like, um, I recently started playing the Lego Indiana Jones too. Like, every now and then, I um, get back on, like, the Lego train. I haven't played the Lego Force Awakens, though, but I love all of those Legos. You know, I, I love me some Lego games. You know, I have 
uh, Star Wars, Indiana Jones, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I think I have... Um, well, Pirates of the Caribbean is, like, stupidly difficult for some reason. Like, I cannot get past that game. Well, I gave up on it, like, a couple years back because they had, like, a Wii version of it. But then I think I also got – I think I also got the Xbox version because it was really cheap on eBay or something. And I went – I go through phases where it's, like, I want to play more video games. But, of course, like, this happened, like, a – this was, like, February when, like, that happened. But then, like, I got a boyfriend and then I stopped playing video games. But now I'm still, like, back into that trying to avoid school stress and all that trying to find things that like bring me joy like I have like a Nintendo DS so for like a little bit you know those like games where you have like virtual dogs and shit yeah yeah I was playing that and then I haven't been doing much now I need to because my brain is fried so I need to like find things and be like I like this I'm gonna start doing it because it'll make me feel better mentally but yeah yeah, but so, Legos. Yeah, yeah. yeah like this is this. I guess it's the same universe as the Free America Adventures because I never watched any of that. But these are all these. At least these first five are starring Roger the Droid, and it's him. Who? He's like he's one of the he's like a reprogrammed droid who's now with the good guys. And I guess he was on. Oh, he was okay. from the Free Maker Adventures. And it's sort of... Is it a battle droid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Hence Roger. Roger, Roger. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's, why, that's why he's named Roger. I, I, love, I love those battle droids for some reason. I just remember that. And I, I, believe, I believe it's the same... I believe it's the same guy voicing it. Oh, Matt, uh, Matt Wood or something? Yes. I think. Because he did Grievous, too. And all of them. Yeah, and it's sort of the way they're doing this, like spanning multiple eras thing. Is is it's Roger going around to different characters and then telling them stories of his adventures. So it'll like start out with him like going up to BB-8, and then it flashes back to like a prequel era story or something. Hmm. And look, like it's it's definitely for for little little kids, but it's cute enough. And I, I think if if you have young ones, this is probably a show to check out. Like whether you look it on YouTube or wait for it all to come out and watch it on XC. I'm interested to see what what'll be like as a half hour show, as opposed to just little shorts. Because I feel like I can pay attention to like two and a half minutes of this i don't know if i can watch like half an hour of it yeah i don't know i i i guess i'll try to see like what's what's going on with this i know that the free maker series exists i don't know anyone who like look this will take you it'll take you like it'll take you like 15 minutes to watch these all oh really eh, then like maybe. they're all they're all up on youtube so i'm all these first this set of five or whatever oh nice maybe i'll watch that at work tonight then because I don't think I have anything to do tonight. On okay, so daylight sa- okay, daylight savings. Is oh shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm glad I, re- I, I I'm glad if I reminded you. I had it. It would have popped up on my calendar, but not until later tonight. So, no, I like I I need I need someone to do this math for me. So. Because I, I can't do math. I, I, I can study criminal justice at a university, but I can't do math. Uh-huh. So um, daylight savings starts at 2 a.m. Yes. 2 a.m. So becomes that, 1 a.m. So that means if I work midnight to 8 a.m., I am working technically nine hours. Oh, shit. Yeah. Ooh, that seems very like something that they would. They should have had a like workaround for. I'm leaving at seven. <laughs> I don't care. It's it's my Friday. I'm off tomorrow until I have to go back to work on Monday night slash Tuesday. I'm going to go see that Bohemian Rhapsody movie. Oh, nice. I'm going to go to Sephora. Like, I already have, like, my day planned out. Like, I'm, you know, like, I'm, I'm going to do a lot of things, hopefully. A lot of, like, nice stress-free activities well maybe yeah. finding perfume will be stressful because i i want to find i want to find the best perfume but yeah 
So I'll probably leave early then because like that's a lot of hours. But at the same time, yeah, like, that is. At the same time, like I, 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 I don't do much at work. Like people think that like mm. working at a casino, like that's so cool. Like no, like I just sit and answer the phones, tell people to go places, and then play Candy Crush on my phone. Yeah, that's all I do. And then oh yeah, I do homework too because uh, being a dispatcher has really brought my grades up. So <laughs> that's good. It has. Like I used to be like the shittiest student. I still feel like I have this like mentality that I'm still like a really shitty student, even though I've been on the dean's list for the past like four semesters. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It just school's weird with me because like I don't give myself enough credit. Like everyone tells me this. Like for some reason, I've never seen school as something like as like an accomplishment. Like I've seen it as this is just something I have to do. Because everyone does it, you know? So it's like I got to college. It's like, okay, like I have to do this, I have to do that. And there was never like a high five moment where it's like, good job, Brittany. But until I passed biology after the third time taking it, I think that's when I finally gave myself a high five. But <laughs> yeah, I, I don't reward myself well with like school stuff because it's just this one of those things where it's like everyone, anyone can do it, you know? But that's just like my mentality on it. It's weird. No, oh, but that's, that's like, that's good and it's something you should be proud of i know it, and it's like i don't know how to be proud of it you know like i don't know how to like tell myself hey like good job and then it's like as soon as i do i'm like but wait you could have you could have gotten 18 out of 20 instead of 12 on out of 20 on this last assignment or you could have brought your grade up for percentage average i don't know i can't do math but uh, i don't know it, it's it's a britney thing but um legos <laughs> are we still talking about legos i, I don't know i mean i don't are. really have anything else to talk about legos um yeah did you ever do Le oh yeah you did uh the mendo ship yeah oh and by the way we're probably driving some people crazy because i think it's technically lego is already plural so you don't say legos you just say lego but don't you know fucking care I don't know. I'd have to ask Justin about that because, like, Justin is like the biggest like Lego. Like, he is he's the Lego dude. Like, he's always doing Legos and shit, talking about Legos. He's basically a Lego. <laughs> but and then Rebecca goes to fucking Legoland a lot too. She's she, she, well, she has kids. Everyone, I know, but still, like, I think that's awesome. Like, everyone's like everyone's a Lego. Like, that's sick. But it's funny because I, I never, I never played played with Lego when I was a kid. I went through phases where I would, like, uh, we had. I'm trying to think of like what we had. We would make like when Rusty and I would play like action figures with Legos, or we would play with action figures. We'd use like the Legos to like make like houses or like make like beds and shit for like our our, our characters. Okay. Well, so we never, that's we how. Never had, yeah. We had never had like a Lego brand Lego, because. We couldn't, like, that wasn't something my parents could afford to, like, spend money on. So we had some, we had a giant bucket of some other building block thing that I don't remember the name of. But we didn't, we certainly didn't have any, like, kits or anything. It was just, like, here's a giant bucket of things. And I, yeah. I don't, like, I feel like this goes to me having bad, um, like, spatial awareness. I can never, like think of anything to build other than like t towers or like here's a square house <laughs> it was never anything like exciting or in all creative or interesting yeah like i was never really good at building legos and then like the only exposure to like legos i had was like, i only live like 30 to 45 oh, it's probably like 45 minutes away from legoland so I remember going there as a kid. So and then it just I don't know. There's just something about like Lego, like the Lego land here. I don't know if it's the same in other places, but I just feel like I want to grab like one of those like Clorox wipes and just like wipe everything down. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like I would I say that about something. any any place that is not only lots of people but lots of kids and the whole point of it is that it's interactive 
Yeah, like there's a lot of like touching too. Like even though like at like Disneyland, like it's like the same where just you know everyone's going on rides and shit. Like I'm not really I'm not a germaphobe person, but for some reason like Legoland, like I just I feel like I need to be clean going there. You know, <laughs> I need to be yeah, pure for Legoland. But uh, I don't know. <sighs> well, um. Let's see. The only other even like remotely news thing, which is sort of, I mean, it's almost a lack of, of, of news, which is that the Benenov and Weiss movies are still happening. Um, Cause there was a big feature with them in entertainment weekly because game of Thrones is coming to an end, but there was just one little like paragraph saying that basically their, their gig after game of Thrones is the new star Wars and also that they received some final seasons secret tips to use on Game of Thrones from Ryan Johnson and Kathleen Kennedy. They've given us lots of hints about how to lock things down, things we never would have thought of or didn't know were possible. Because, yeah, that makes sense that they would they would take that as seriously as as Star Wars does. Yeah, I don't know. Where did you get this news from? Because this is the first I'm hearing about anything about uh the game of thrones dudes oh uh, this w- it was just uh, the entertainment weekly i think it was like just went up like maybe like a couple days ago or even today or yesterday or something oh yeah because I-, I think that was why um our-, our president posted that like that that picture of himself with like the game of thrones writing <laughs> oh yeah and then hbo was like what the fuck <laughs> Oh God, I love memes, but yeah, actually, the yeah. HBO the HBO tweet was "What's Dothraki for trademark infringement?" Oh my God, oh. they were they were unhappy. Oh. Yeah, yeah, G- Game of Thrones. That's that's still a thing. I, I forget it exists sometimes. Yeah, I'm done. You're done. Yep, hundred percent. I'm 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 done. I don't I don't know why. I loved it. It was like my favorite show, and I loved those books. And then like partway through last season, I'm just like I'm done. That's I don't know. It's so weird. I just I get that way with shows. Yeah, you just you can start watching it and just like not finish it. Like that would kill me. Like I because I haven't done that with anything. I think I've only done that with like Queer Eye. I think I like didn't watch like the last episode of season two of Queer Eye and I still haven't. And just, I don't know, just one of those things. But I could not do that with like something with like Game of Thrones. Actually, no, I did that with Supernatural because Supernatural is one of those shows where just nothing is happening while sometimes it is. And then it's like, oh, like Sam's dead. Oh, but Sam's brought back to life. Oh, but Dean died. Dean's in hell. But guess what? He gets back from hell, but then he's really traumatized. But then Sam dies again oh yeah castiel you love him oh yeah he's dead too you know like ah that's one of those shows that is sort of like inexplicably on it's like 15th season or something insane like that yeah and it has the biggest fan base too like they're having like supernatural cons now in like ontario or somewhere in canada because i have a friend that's really into the show and she goes to all those cons and everything well i feel like with supernatural it's i mean obviously like it's not like minuscule because they keep the show going. It's that the fan base is super dedicated. They are. And they know the show was bullshit, but they love it. It's kind of not like Riverdale, but it's still in the CW. Like I don't trust those shows on the CW. I don't know why, but because I don't know if Supernatural, because Supernatural reruns are on TNT sometimes. I don't know if Supernatural started there. And then I feel like it's gotten sillier since, it's I've been seeing it on the CW because they just don't give a fuck. Like they they put themselves in Scooby Doo cartoons, and then like they do it's it's weird. Well, it's like, just they, it's been on so long that they they just don't know they what don't to do. have actual ideas anymore. So it's just <laughs> you just need scripts at some point. I know, and then like it sucks because like the first couple of seasons like they were pretty good. Like I remember binging it when I got out of high school, and I thought you know it was great. And then I got to like season like, God, I think after like season like six or seven was when I'm like, okay, like the stuff's like getting kind of old, you know. But I don't know people still love it, and I think it's awesome. But I don't know, I just it's not 
my thing anymore. I don't know how to deal with like shows with long seasons. Like I never finished Buffy. I never, you know, I need to finish Buffy. I liked that. How far did you get into it? How far did you get in Buffy? God, I think I got past season one. I think I'm on season two now. Oh my God. Season two is so good. Season two and season three are the best of that show. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause season two, season two, you have evil angel to deal with and that's awesome. And then season three, okay. Faith comes in. I'll have to go back because I remember Angel. Because I remember like she had that like weird like sexual tension with him for some reason. And I yeah. think that was like in season one, kind of too. But I don't know. Yeah, I'd have like, to like, that's like go that's on like Netflix. Whole, that's like the running thread of that show. Well, until he leaves because they spun him off into his own show. Oh, oh God, yeah. And then he was on Bones. Isn't it? he was on Bones too? Yes. Yeah, because I remember watching Bones like once and other. I remember someone made me watch Bones once, and I'm like, "What the fuck's going on here?" But what was that show about again? I think it was about like a like, mur- or like a he- yeah, yeah, like he's a cop or an agent of some federal department, and he- and she is like a forensic examiner. You know. I think it's really weird that, you know, though I'm a criminal justice major, I never watch any of those shows. Like, I never watch any, like, CSI or Law and Order because, like, I know all that shit is, like, so fake. And I, I, I don't know. It's weird. Like, people ask me all the time if I watch any of those shows. Like, I think, like, the closest thing I've ever watched to anything, like, with, like, Law was, like, there was this show on TV for a while, and, like, there are reruns on YouTube, and it's, like, of, like, court cases from, like, San Diego, and, like, they have, like, these, like, lawyers talking about, like, the case, and, like, they have, like, cameras inside of the courtroom, and it's really interesting. I have to find the the name of it. I'll probably link it, but, yeah, I was thinking about that the other day, because we had some lawyers come in our class and talk about law stuff, so... I watched I don't know quite a bit of Law and Order, like the original one. I was never into um, Special Victims Unit because I just like I'm like I don't want to see child molestation every week. But oh god, the original one I well, watched a lot I of I... sort of, sort of, like never like it was never like appointment viewing like oh there's new Law and Order, but it was like the reruns are on all the fucking time, so I would just watch it. Yeah, I think I only watched, I think Taylor Swift was in an episode of Law and Order. I remember watching that. And I think that's like the only time I ever watched like Law and Order or something. Or I think like maybe the, one of the Kardashians were on it or something. Cause I, used I to mean, watch everybody's been on Law and Order. You've probably been on Law I and Order. I was going to say, I haven't seen you. Has Ben Mendelsohn, has Mendel been on Law and Order? I don't know. No, but, but that was probably just didn't, because he would have, while that show was like super strong, he would have still been in Australia. He hasn't done a lot of TV. Like he did TV back in Australia, but then he like pretty much. I almost want to ask. Movies. I want to ask Ben Mendelson right now. I, I'm on his Instagram. I almost want to message him. Have you been on Law and Order? <laughs> no. I feel like I would have seen yeah. that on his IMDb, and I would have IMDb, and, and I would have found that episode. Which, oh, he has a dog. What do you think his dog's name is? Oh God, is is that little? Is the is the remember the white dog that he has that picture with the one with like the ponytail? Is that actually his I dog? I don't know, but he has a lot of pictures with that dog. It, and it is the most like fucking princess looking dog. I forget the dog's name. I I've seen the dog's name. I don't remember it. Okay, I. Um, okay, I want I want to message him. Be like, "What's your dog's?" I'm gonna be like, "Hi, what's your dog's name?" Hi, what's? Oh my god, what are you doing? <laughs> he has never been on an episode of Law and Order. <laughs> nah. I... Okay. Okay. Okay, that's good. I mean, I mean, that's not good, but that's just like okay. I just want to make sure because I'd feel like really bad being like, "Oh, have you been on this show?" And of course, there there would be yeah. Like, like oh, yeah, I feel like the only TV show he did over here was the 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 one he did on Netflix. Like, I don't see any like like guest mm. spots on TV shows. Oh, he was apparently on one mm. episode of Girls, which I, I'm. Oh not yeah, I remember seeing that because I don't like that show. 
Yeah, I I, I don't know how I feel about uh, Lena Dunham. I um every every time like I see something like kind of good about Lena Dunham, I'm like, you know what? She's not that bad. <laughs> she just does something. I'm just like, God, no, she fucking is damn it! Like I just. Oh God, I forgot about an episode of Farscape. I need to pull that up and see it again. Do you watch House of Cards too, or did you? I watched the first three seasons, but then I bailed. Like it was again, like halfway through a season, and I was just like, Nah, I'm done. I remember the first episode of House of Cards that I watched was uh, I don't know if you got that far, but the one where he's have he's having a three way with his wife, and I think it was like the the one the, uh, I think it was like a butler uh, or like someone secret service guy. Yeah, that was um that was a good introduction to House of Cards for me, but I never watched it because I know sort of, like jump into. Huh? It's not really a show you can just jump into. Like you got to watch that one from the beginning. Yeah, because I remember I was like, someone was watching it, and I was just like, okay, sh- chill, I'll watch it. But then, like, the three-way happened, I'm like, what? what, what I is remember this? that being a really hot scene, but now it's not, because Kevin Spacey has ruined everything. Yeah. Uh, he's not, he he died, though, in this in the series. Because I guess, like, they're, um, I guess the new season's up on Netflix, and I guess, like, his wife's, like, take it over. Yeah, they killed him off. They were, That was not the original plan, but, you know, when it turns out that you're lead is a sexual predator that's what you do is you kill them off well good for them i like putting fucking johnny depp starring in your movie yeah it always goes back to that shit bag well um uh emily yes you watched the clone wars i did watch the clone wars I watched the your fucking oh. dude Clovis arc. <laughs> okay, um, I I want you to start from like the, the beginning because like uh, I was reading your tweets about the show or the episodes, <laughs> and I I was dying. <laughs> I don't know, like really... which one which one do I relate to most? I don't really remember what my tweets were, yeah. but oh, first of all, I was surprised because. Like suddenly we're dealing with like some like banking like Ponzi scheme, because that's what is. Padme goes to Scipio because there's like some loan that the Republic is supposed to get that they haven't gotten yet, and she's there to like move it along, and. Clovis shows up and he's like, there's all this shady shit going on and they're, they don't have the amount of credits that they say they do. And they're like borrowing credits from one person to give it to another person. Basically like it literally it's a Ponzi scheme, but then fucking like there's like drama and stuff. And there's like a bounty hunter who's after her. And we found out, I think at the end of the first episode, you find out that Palpatine has actually hired this guy because there's this whole complicated scheme going on. And basically what ends up happening is she she trusts, she ends up like realizing she's got to trust Clovis on this and they expose this whole thing and then Clovis takes over the banks and then Dooku blackmails him into forgiving the separatist debts while raising the interest rates on the Republic and so of course then the Republic turns on Clovis and basically this was a whole really really complicated scheme for a kids cartoon to get Palpatine control over the banks, which is how like the arc ends. But you also get this super fucking annoying, like jealous Anakin shit. <laughs> oh God, I okay. So I this arc or the uh, whole season that came out on Netflix came out in 2014, and I remember this because um, it was my first year of college. 
Um, I think I was, I'm not sure where I, cause I was playing tennis, but I think it was like a little break. It was like spring break, I think, or something. And I remember watching this episode and I remember like when Anakin choked Clovis and like him and Padme, like kind of had their, like, I, she's like, I can't fucking do this anymore. Like I was like, oh my God, like they broke up for a second. Like for some reason, like that really hit me maybe because like I was, I was, I was at a point in my life, like, but I think I was, like, I was ending, like, a relationship back then or something. There was something going on in my, like, love life. But, like, it was just one of those, like, oh, my God, like, they're over. But then, like, they got back together, obviously, because they Anakin Padme. But it just, it really hit me for some reason, like, that, that could have been her chance to get out. Like, that should have been her chance to get out. Seeing her husband get violent and choke someone, like, that's fucking huge. Like, I don't. You know, and you you think like, why didn't you leave? You know what? But she she loved him so much, and you see that because she can't leave. You know, after you know, because obviously, st- you know, still it's not that she loves Clovis, but still, there's you know, like they're friendly and everything too. You know, like she was sad when he fucking died. So I don't know. I don't know if you gotten that far, but yeah, Clo- yeah, Clovis, that's how he, it ends. Yeah, he's dead. But yeah, so. I don't know. Like, that just really hit me. But I don't know. And you probably thought it was, like, ridiculous that, you know, Padme was, like, sharing all our feelings. And it's just like, I don't like you being around your ex-boyfriend. Well, yeah. Well, because she she is she is telling him there's some sort of thing going on in the banks, which could be disastrous for the Republic because we need money. And he's just like, I don't want you. I don't want. You, I don't like it when you're talking to Clovis. And it, I oh, it drives me insane. Like he's so dismissive of her, like as as a senator and as somebody who actually is like doing important shit. And he's so controlling too. Like I just, it, especially like times like this like i love star wars but you know anakin skywalker is such a controlling and like problematic character like i almost want to do like a whole episode just talking about anakin skywalker and why like he's a very terrible character and i feel like people overlook that like sure you know all the events and star you know he killed the emperor and all that but at what cost you know like he was a controlling and abusive husband you know he choked his wife like yeah that's, you know and then sh- sure he was you know an okay jedi but in he would form these attachments and just he wouldn't let go like it would like take over him like he would be really controlling with like his attachments and everything and you know maybe it was how obi-wan trained him you know because it's like you know he seemed fine with his mother like i feel like young anakin was he was a good kid you know he wanted to help people and everything like i feel like young anakin showed virtually no signs of you know becoming this abusive controlling yeah yeah, you do have you do have leader getting getting manipulated by by palpatine and that and that stuff and yet like you can you can see it as as a a tragic story and it is a tragic story but you can acknowledge it as a tragic mm-hmm. story without without acting like he isn't also culpable at the end of the day for his own actions yeah i feel like that's like very overlooked you know like with me i, I agree that i overlook that sometimes and i think about like the star wars you know trilogy or star wars just in general you know i think of you know the tragedy of and like a Skywalker and, you know, like he couldn't be a father to his children and a husband to his wife because he killed his wife. And, um, yeah, he turned to the dark side. He killed a shit ton of people. And I don't know. It just it, it sometimes makes you think of like what would have happened if, you know, Anakin's relationship with Palpatine didn't exist. Like, obviously, if. Anakin wasn't as close to Palpatine. He wouldn't have Padme. There wouldn't be Luke or Leia. You know, there wouldn't be everything going on with, like, the First Order right now. Like, the Republic would still probably be a thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, if Palpatine all of a sudden was, you know, like, let's say 
you know, the arc where Fives finds out that all this shit's going on. Like, what if, like, they believed him? You know, Palpatine would have been, like, out. Like, they would have, like, probably blindsided him in some way, hopefully. Well, there's that really interesting, like, Yoda arc that's going to come up, and I'll probably talk about this more. But, you know, like, what would happen if, like, Palpatine was, like, killed or taken over before the events of Revenge of the Sith? Yeah, and there's there's so many, like, little moments that could have changed the whole universe yeah it's god it's crazy to think about like i almost would and it's it's one of those things where it's like if i would ask if i was at a star wars thing and like george lucas was like willingly like hey i'll answer your questions about star wars like that's one of the things i would ask but at the same time like it's george so i'd get a well i don't know but I really like to know like what would have happened or like a a different scenario Star Wars kind of thing or like what would happen if this happened like I would really love that within okay so like within with within Star Trek one of the things they have is the mirror universe which they go to occasionally and like throughout the different like I think every star trek series did some ep- well no net generation didn't but a bunch of the series did episodes there there are like lots of books around it and it's basically just like it's a parallel universe where everything's more fucked up like a lot of a lot of the good guys are bad guys and you see all this different stuff or or like in in the marvel comic books they do they do these what ifs They'll just be like one-off comics and it'll be, oh, what if like somebody else got bit by the spider instead of Peter Parker? Or what if, you know, Uncle Ben never died? And it's all these, like, if you change one moment, then what does the universe look like? And I'd, I'd love to see Star mm-hmm. Wars do some, like, a run of comics or like short stories or something like that yeah that'd be really cool i'd like to see that i feel like that would be something like new for you know even like putting it like yeah in the comics you know like we can get some really good like writers some really good illustrators because i know that the comics have really struggled with like illustrators (laughs) copying images yeah from the movies i think there was just one recently with ray (laughs) <laughs> i've always been interested oh, in like it, multiple yeah. universes and so i would i would love to it's one thing that star wars doesn't do at all and i'd really i'd really like to see them like take some cues from some other franchises but um overall like how is this episode to you like even though that you didn't have enough rum and coke for watching this um Look, I was a little taken aback that suddenly we're talking about financial malfeasance, but <laughs> it's fine. I get, I get obviously like really annoyed with the little boy Anakin shit. Like I don't have any patience for that. But like Padme gets to do some cool stuff in this episode. Like that's oh, yeah. good. She's badass. I like she gets to do things. More. I really wish we would have gotten more of. Padme doing things you know obviously like I thought it was cool that we, she did a lot of like senator shit too but like they really like threw that in they really threw that in like randomly when it's like oh like Anakin and Obi-Wan are fighting on this planet but yeah Padme's here chilling with some diplomatic issues with uh these people not getting paid or I don't know Star Wars and Star Wars politics I don't know but I don't know. I, I wish you would have done more like actiony things too. Not that like the politics stuff was bad. Like I thought that was cool, but I would have liked to see her do more. But I don't know. I only have I only have six episodes left. I know. Have you looked at what the next episode is going to be? Oh well, it looks like the next one is Jar Jar. So, Emily, are you're sitting down, right? You don't you don't podcast while like standing up. No. If you can get through this uh, arc of the Clone Wars, you can get through anything in Star Wars. Oh my god. See, see that's that's really bad. 
That's really that means I'm going to hate these. You're not going to hate them. You're going to hate aspects of them. There's one aspect I think that you're going to hate the most. And please, I don't want you to look it up. I don't want anyone to say anything. But uh, there, there's just something that like happens in this episode that like when I first watched this, I was like, oh my god, like what the fuck? But I almost want to go on Netflix and watch this before, um, but before you do. So when we record next. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for for next episode, originally we were going to talk about um Poe in this episode, sort of like we did with Finn last week and our sort of our hopes for him and everything, but I think we'll move that to next week cuz we're already at like an hour and change. So yeah. I think I think we can we can move that one to next week. So if you have thoughts you want to share on Poe and um, especially sort of what you want to see happen with Poe in episode nine, uh, send us an email, cantobitepod at gmail.com, or you can know you can either do like a regular email or you can record voice and send us that either way. Yeah. But we do have a top three this week. And this was from Rabia who writes in quite frequently, which we like. And her top three topic is top three composers who should do a Star Wars movie. And Rabia followed the rules and gave us her own top three. Uh, and hers are James Newton Howard, who did Fantastic Beats and Where to Find Them and the Dark Knight trilogy. Alexandra Desplat, who did The Shape of Water and The King's Speech. And Rupert Grayson Williams, who did Wonder Woman and The Crown. She says, these composers really either gave a sense of grandeur and or wonder in their music, which I think is essential for Star Wars. So I'd be really happy for them to get to compose a Star Wars movie. And now, okay, we've talked about this before. I I tend to only notice music if I really like it or really hate it. Like I am not generally somebody who notices scores. Unless, like, obviously, like, really iconic stuff, like John Carpenter's, like, theme for Halloween, or, like, you know, the the Jurassic Park theme, like, that, that shit, like, sticks with me. But I don't, I don't notice it a lot. But I do have a top three. Um... One, which is sort of, like, I feel very standard... And that's Howard Shore, who did Lord of the Rings. Uh, he also did like Silence of the Lambs and Seven and tons of other shit. But Lord of the Rings and, and Star Wars have a lot of thematic shit in common and sort of a scope that I feel like Shore's work would do well with. Um, My number two, uh, Bear McCreary, who hasn't had a ton of movies, but he did the music for Battlestar Galacta, which I was really into. Apparently he also did a lot of it for The Walking Dead, which I don't watch, but he got does some really great, exciting, like good battle music. Um the other one, it, it would ha- it couldn't be a trilogy movie. It would have to be one of the one off movies. Um, and that's Johnny Greenwood. Uh, Johnny is uh, lead guitar and also keyboardist for Radiohead, but he scored a few movies, a lot of um, Paul Thomas Anderson ones. Uh, He did There Will Be Blood, he did Master, and more recently he did Phantom Thread, which is like, as I was watching that movie, I'm like, this is going to be my favorite movie of all time. And the, the score of that movie is gorgeous it's really like like sumptuous and 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 it's it's weird to think of that on a star wars movie because this is like a period piece and and a lot of his stuff was but it's it's just beautiful music and i think you could you could find if you had a really character driven star wars movie fucking johnny greenwood man he's amazing damn 
Yeah, I kind of like relate to you where like I don't really know like comp- music that's like composed well until like I'm watching it. And it's really funny because it's like if I'm like watching a film and I'm like, wow, like um, this movie is like really beautifully like the, the music in this movie is beautiful. I look it up and it's fucking John Williams. <laughs> like every <laughs> every time I'm like, wow, this is really good. So I wish my answer could just be like all three like John Williams. But um. Let's see. Um, I really like Silence of the Lambs. That's like one of my favorite movies of all time. So yeah, I gotta go with uh Howard Shore. And then um Rupert Rupert Grayson. Oh, did Wonder Woman. I, I like the score for Wonder Woman. That was pretty good. And then I'm trying to think of, like, of who else. I, I can't think of like anyone. Um, because I, I almost like wanted to do the the dude that did Rogue One. I forget who that oh, I think was a uh, fuck. What was his name? I know it. It's a uh, I don't know, but not the one. Not that I didn't like the score in Solo, but it's not something that I think of. Like I don't know. The only thing I, the only thing that stood out to me in Solo for the score was like the Enfys Nest shit. Like I really like that. But, yeah. Puck, what? Okay, I'm gonna look it up because like it's gonna bother me for the rest of eternity. Giancino, G- 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 I never knew how to pronounce his name. <sighs> um, yeah, him. He's good. And then I'm trying to think like what other composers are good. Um, anyone that did like a Disney movie. <laughs> I love. My oh, Disney you know, I have. I have one that is specific to the Mandalorian or if they actually did do a Boba Fett movie and that is Nick Cave and Warren Ellis because in addition to like like them as musicians they've also done some composing and it's mostly been for like straight up westerns or sort of like western adjacent stuff. Uh, They did... Uh, the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford, and they did the score for The Road, and that sort of like desolate, like cowboy thing. Hmm. And I think, I think that, like, we don't know what the Mandalorian is yet, but in my head, like, that's the music I want for the Mandalorian. Yeah, I, I really associate like anything like Mandalorian or like anything like Boba Fett movie like uh like cowboy like I think about that vine when that guy's like I want to be a cowboy baby or something and like that's what I associate like what solo or not solo what um the Boba Fett movie if it ever if it decides to come back to life or the Mandalorian will be but yeah thank you for the top three yeah um and if you have top three topics you want to send us or like fuck mary kill so you can send us again it's canto bite pod at gmail.com beautiful and Brittany, where can people find you on twitter you could find me on twitter as canto brit and instagram as Brittany the ginger and I am on Twitter and Instagram at EF Lind. The show is on Twitter and Instagram at CandoBitePod. Uh, if you get a chance, please rate and review us on iTunes or give us a follow on SoundCloud because both of those things help raise the profile of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, do you got anything else, Brittany? Um, no, I Emily, I hope you are having a good week. If you are listening to this as you're editing it, I hope... Your week is going good. I hope everyone's week is going good. I hope that you're all getting the Thanksgiving decorations out and getting those turkeys, you know? I mean, it's a little bit early to get your turkey, but... I mean, you, you it, it's November. You can have a turkey any day, you know? Like... <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess. I guess, okay. Yeah, you can have a... Tur- whenever you want to make roast an entire turkey, you can roast an entire turkey. That's That's... <laughs> 
or you can just get do what makes you happy just get a chicken and just say it's a turkey like go to like fucking costco and get a rotisserie chicken and just say it's a turkey we yeah, I mean, they anyone. taste completely different. They taste completely different, but that's fine. You can lie to yourself. You could just close your eyes and just imagine the Thanksgiving turkey in your mouth when you're just eating just chicken. Just just a good old chicken. But yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Ghetto uh, bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, cause this is it. Fuck on the rest, be a Kanto bitch. Brittany, the Janja, and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, Kanto bitch number one.